Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Calabrio Shorts. My name is Dave Hookstra, product evangelist here at Calabrio, and we are talking about part-time agents. You know, in the contact center world, we generally have uh, a real need for as many people as we can get, uh, as long as it makes sense with the budget. And uh, what if we could bring some of those people in and spend a little less money and uh, get a little bit more targeted information? And so, uh, to help me out today, we've brought in uh, an expert here, somebody who's done this a long time, uh, one of my partners in crime who I've known for years and we've worked closely together. We've got Brian Munoz here. He's our supervisor of professional services. But basically what that means is he manages the uh, WFM consultants here at Calabrio. So he spent most of his career working in workforce management. So we're going to spend a little bit of time asking Brian maybe some pros and cons of part-time agents and what are some things to think about. So Brian, welcome. Glad to have you. Let's start out right with the, the idea of part-time agents. So let's maybe do a little bit of a definition. Um, now in the US, it's pretty easy uh, what a part-time agent is, but uh, what have you seen in yours that can help us kind of uh, solidify what a part-time agent is and what they could do for you? Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for the intro, Dave. So yeah, you, you did mention in the US, it's you know pretty standard. We're seeing anywhere from maybe 20 to 30 hours a week generally. Although we have worked with contact centers where we have agents that are coming in for four hours a week or six hours a week, you know, as flexible as we can be. Um, but really the way that I like to define part-time is anyone that is not full-time. You know, maybe they're not carrying benefits. Maybe there's additional costs the organization isn't incurring to keep these people on staff. But it's really, are you full-time or are you not full-time? Anything that is not full-time, any flavor of that is what I like to define as, as part-time. Okay. And so as a part-time, for a contact center that might be considering part-time, let's kind of take a, a look at it and uh, let's... Uh, let's look at some of the pros, right? What are, what are some of the things that uh, an organization could expect to benefit from in using uh, some part-time workforce? Well, I'll start at the bottom, uh, the bottom line cost. Uh -huh. Generally, part-time employees are going to be more affordable than your full-time employees because they're working less and they might even be coming in um, at a reduced rate. Okay. So, the, you know, obviously there's a cost benefit, right? Uh, there's We're spending less money uh, to, to get these people in the door, whether it's just because we're working them fewer hours or it could be because they don't make as much per hour or as part of their contracted rate as, as that. Okay, that's a good one. Also, I think flexible part-time agents uh, allow for flexes in cost. You know, if we look at some of our organizations, let's just take retail, where we might bring in some bubble staffing, you know, in Q4 of the year. Um, we don't want to have to maintain that cost for all 12 months of the year. We're really just looking for assistance ahead of time during the holidays. Yeah, and we've, we've definitely got seen our share of organizations that have to ramp up uh, for the holidays. You know, retail's a great example, or, um, you know, my, my favorite is, uh, especially in the U.S., healthcare around open enrollment time or, or something in that frame where, you know, oh, we need 100 extra people. Uh, it doesn't necessarily make sense to go out and hire 100 full-time uh, employees. Um, and do you also notice that maybe there's a benefit uh, for time of day as well? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Evenings and weekends are the top two for me when we're looking at bringing in part-time staff. Okay. Now, 
I, I know that you and I have both spent a lot of time in workforce management. And so uh, it's really easy to talk about how great it is to bring in these part-time agents. But uh, you and I both know that there are some reasons that make this a little bit more difficult. It's a little easier said than done. So what are some of the maybe cons that, really, that part-time agents can kind of bring into the mix there? Something that maybe an organization would want to pay closer attention to. Well, there's a few, I think, that are practical and a few that are a little more high level. The, the top one that I can say is that generally uh, we tend to see part-time staff having a higher turnover rate. Um, you know, you and I both know that it costs more to hire an employee than it does to maintain that employee. Um, so going through the hiring process over and over again can be additional cost. Um, as well, the limited availability, which is a pro, you know, for our cost, can also be a little bit tough when we talk about, you know, is that person a part of the organizational culture? Can they make the meetings? Can they feel like they're a part of the team? You know, are we bringing them as much of the experience as we are to the rest of our agents? Yeah, and I remember one of the biggest problems that I experienced when we always started talking about part-time agents is that a lot of contact centers have fairly long training cycles. It's not super easy to just bring somebody in. It usually takes, you know, sometimes six, eight, 10 weeks to get people comfortable with handling the incoming volumes, especially these days when uh, the easier contacts are being held by self-service and the more difficult ones are now being thrown in the lap. And the, the problem that I remember was always that people wanted to work part-time, but we had to have them train full-time, right? And it was always like, okay, you're gonna be a full-time employee for the first six weeks you work here. Well, I can't do that. I can only work 20 to 25 hours a week. So uh, I'm curious if you've seen any organizations that maybe have uh, have approached this, Is any, any unique tactics they've seen on how to train uh, an, an employee in, in a part-time fashion? Yeah, so what I have seen really is is two separate tracks because, as you mentioned, it can be maybe sometimes six to eight weeks of a runway for, for a full-time employee, bring them in. And then if we only have, you know, 12 to 16 hours a week of that person's time as opposed to 40, you know, that math does not look great. Um, so taking your core workload and focusing it more during what is happening, you know, during the time that I'm hiring these part-time agents for, you know, or are these skills something where we can bring them up to speed on like 50% of what we're training our full-time staff on. But if we look at what is the content that needs to be covered during their training, what does their onboarding look like? Do they have their own leader, you know, that can really own this process from top to bottom? You know, those are ways that we can identify that part-time space in the organization and then be able to operate within that instead of trying to fit it into that full-time methodology because quite frankly they just don't have that time okay yeah and that's the fun part right is is trying to we're trying to it's it's like finding a puzzle piece that isn't quite the puzzle piece you want but how can we fit it into the puzzle right and that's always been the challenge of working with part-time agents but there are you know there are benefits as long as you can work around the example i've kind of always used is like college students right college students are a great example of how a part-time i can't work uh, tuesday thursdays because i go to class i'm on monday wednesday friday i i have this responsibility so i come i'm really only available from noon to 7 p.m on monday wednesday 
Fridays and it's like, okay. So the good news is I have a, I have, I have a need for some people on Wednesday afternoons, but I, <laughs> I can't train you every Wednesday afternoon for 36 weeks in a row, right? I have to get you up to speed. And so, um, that's always been a challenge. Now there's actually something that's kind of happened in the world in the last few years that has really kind of changed the game on part-time agents, right? And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but this whole work from home or hybrid working environment has really enabled a lot of people to step into the the remote working part-time type of thing. We still have the same problem. How do we train them? So that's always something to pay attention to. Have you seen organizations that have maybe started to try to fill the gap with uh, some remote workers that uh, can work hybrid? Oh, absolutely. Well, and it's, you know, that, that enablement of allowing everyone to work, you know, from home, you know, maybe we were pushed a bit, but we all ended <laughs> up there and we got into it. Um, but yeah, where we've seen success with some of our customers is when part-time agents are under their own leadership and following their own structure, you know, being able to define that having one person or one team of people, you know, able to take care of every part-time agent from onboarding into scheduling that first, you know, 12 to 16 weeks. We have seen success when part-time is really fully owned, you know, by, by one leader or by a team of leaders or by a group of individuals that is managing the entire part-time agent experience. Yeah, I like that because it, it, it doesn't foster that sense of like you're a temp or you're, you know, you're, you're, you're someone that's not part of the full-time group. You've got your own little group of, of these workers that, that can share their experience together and help each other kind of continue. So I really like that. Yeah, exactly. They feel like a full member of a part-time team instead of a partial member of a full-time team. Like so much of, of what we're doing in contact centers, you know, with workforce management, with quality monitoring, everything really leans into agent satisfaction. And if we can make that person feel like a whole piece of the team, that's huge. You know, another thing that hybrid has brought in that really benefits part-time models is the, you know, it used to be like, I'm sure if you've ever worked in a call center before, you've you've been asked to work a split shift and most people do not want to do that, right? Because it used to be, go sit in your car for two and a half hours and read a book and then come back. Nobody wants to do that. But now with hybrid, I can go get some laundry done. I can uh, go pick the kids up from daycare. And so it really is kind of fostering a new approach to part-time. And that's, I think, one of the reasons we wanted to kind of touch on this topic is that there are some real benefits to it. Now, what, what are some of the key factors that could lead to an organization maybe wanting to make this decision to kind of dip their toe in the water of part-time? So I think, I mean, for me, you know, coming from, from workforce management, the place that I'm always going to start with is the forecast. When are those calls coming in? How long do we need to handle them? Um, so definitely starting with what, you know, where is our call volume? But also if we look at those, for example, those split shifts, maybe there was one in a hundred people that that used to work for, and we were real excited to have them on staff. But now being able to do that from home, um, you can use your agents whenever you need them and also whenever they can be available to you. I mean, something I think we should touch on when we talk about flexibility in remote work 
is you know self-scheduling and maybe there are agents out there that we can give them the opportunity to design their own schedule now i know i'm painting with a broad brush here but there are tools that wfm solutions can provide to find out from the agent hey next week when are you going to be available let's fill in this bingo card yeah, I mean, you know, paint with as broad of a brush as you want, because what, what really should be happening is the technology feeding the need and not the other way around, right? And so when we talk about these things, you know, I know you and I, when we first got our start in doing this, there was nothing like this. I mean, it was you work 40 or you work nothing, right? That was that was it, right? And so oh, absolutely, the, the amount of inefficiency that a contact center had to deal with. But now there's so many different options. And now the technology is supporting that. So imagine a, a scenario where you could, someone is interested in going part-time and you say, okay, just give me 20 hours. I don't care where, just give me 20. And, and that fits perfectly. But then your technology solution also supports the decision to put those people. I mean, you know, maybe you don't need people helping out from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. But after that, you're good, right? And so helping to, to kind of help those people, like you said, build their own schedule from scratch, uh, following a set of rules. That's something that is really important these days. So you had also mentioned when we talked something about, you know, what are some of the trends that uh, might show up? You mentioned the forecast, but are there any other things that in those trends that might help an organization realize that part-time could be an option? Absolutely. I mean, if we dig in a little bit further to the numbers, uh, and I know I've, I've said this earlier, but evening and weekend staff, you know, there are more and more contact centers being open seven days a week, especially here in the United States, because we cannot wait until Monday for an answer. That's right. Um, but we, you know, we need that staff. We, we need the staff on demand. So looking at what is happening with your even, evenings and weekends, and then do you have any irregular intervals? I mean, this could be something um, as, I guess, as limited as we'll say Super Bowl Sunday. Like, hey, we know we're publishing an ads, so we're going to need some extra coverage there, but maybe it's something that's, you know, regular happening every few weeks. Uh, so where are we seeing your staffing flex? You know, where are we seeing those big red bars on the staffing model? Like, hey, we had 10 people, we could have used 30 people for this block of three hours. Um, so really just take a look at the data. And I think uh, you're, you're your your point is you know when i talk to people about wfm the unfortunate reality about workforce management is that it does make you more efficient and it does make you uh hit these goals but it, what it does not give you is an army of people standing outside your building waiting to be called in to to work that you don't pay them anything and Part-time is kind of the happy medium, a little bit between that, right? That Believe it or not, there are people out there that only want to work 10 hours a week. You just, we just have to find them. We have to make sure to, uh, we, we have to make sure we, we get them ready and get them useful. And there are a lot of people that want to do that. And that's kind of what we tried to, tried to do here. Now you said, I think it was a great piece of advice you mentioned about keeping them as part of the, you know, a singular focus group. Any other good pieces of experience that you could pass along and maybe using part-timers? I think there is so much to be said for agent engagement. And, and I know, again, we're talking about part-time. This definitely applies to full-time as well. But when you are an individual that feels like they are a part of an organization, especially because a lot of these people are sitting in their own homes, you know, we're, a lot of us aren't in an office where I can look over the cube and say, hey, Dave, look at us working four hours next to each other. Isn't this great? 
anything that we can do to make people feel like they're part of an organization is going to be huge. So I've seen some organizations um, go through, you know, when we were back in the office, let's talk about having a maximum occupancy requirement, okay. which I apologize for the, for the quick pivot, but they're like, we want you to have a little bit of breathing room in between these calls so you can enjoy talking to your neighbor. I mean, I know that's probably a little bit risky for some contact centers and service levels we're looking at, but it's all, it all goes back to just taking care of your people. So taking care of your employees, so they'll take care of your customers. And, you know, you're right. It doesn't matter if it's full-time or part-time or weird shifts or normal shifts, right? Asking and receiving continual feedback about their, their, not only their schedule, but their mental state, their ability to handle interactions where they need coaching, where they need development. I mean, it, that's all goes into this, right? And what you can really do is set up a world-class organization that is able to kind of bend and flex where it's needed. And the key is, I mean, ultimately, WFM does one job, getting the most number of interactions handled for the appropriate cost, right? That's what WFM is and always will be all about. And so you do tend to need good tools because it's very difficult to build a schedule to say, okay, give this group of people no more than 25 hours, but no fewer than 18 hours, but make sure that none of those hours happen between after 7 p.m. Or, you know, all, all of those are different rules. It's very difficult to do that without a really good WFM application. So we're, we're making sure that not only part-time agents have their value, but we're also making sure that the software gets it. Uh, so, all right. So I feel like we've got a really good grasp on what part-time here is. Let me just ping you one more time any other pieces of advice or anything we could think of no you know what i think i think that's the most that i had for now okay that's fantastic and that's what calabria shorts is all about is just getting to the subject getting in and getting out so uh for those of you if you have questions please do not uh, hesitate to ping us at info at calabrio.com we're glad to uh, answer any questions or if you have a great idea for another podcast episode i was gonna say maybe we'll see you at c3 right that's right c3 is happening a fairly shortly if you're listening to this after september of 2022 we'll see you at the next c3 but uh this this year in orlando we're looking for a really great time and um yeah and we're certainly looking forward to seeing you there if you have questions on how to integrate a part-time strategy we're gonna have ask the expert sessions we're gonna have lots of great people there that really know what they're talking about so please do not hesitate to reach out to us if you want to discuss anything further so uh thank you to my guest today brian munoz appreciate the time Brian and uh, for the rest of you we always appreciate you spending a little bit of time of your day with us so we'll see you on the next episode of Calabria Shorts from me Dave Hookstra and Brian Munoz thanks everybody we'll talk to you soon